0: Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest in Disney news?
1: And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars?
0: Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23.
1: I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney.
0: And I'm Tony from Good Morning America. And together, we're taking you Inside Disney.
1: Jeffrey, welcome back. Ashore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It was just a long weekend, but I appreciate that, and I am sad that someone who is not ashore with us is Mr. (sighs) Tony this week.
1: Miss you, Tony.
0: Out with a case of laryngitis.
1: Well, speaking of laryngitis, that is something I hope no one comes down with as I am popping the popcorn, preparing my couch, getting my vocal cords ready to sit and sing along to... Season 20 of American Idol coming this uh, weekend.
0: Yeah. Hopefully
1: Tony gets his voice back by then and can participate from home as well. Yes. And to continue the American Idol excitement, today on the show we have a very special guest, executive producer of American Idol, Megan Michaels Wolflick, who reveals some really juicy secrets like which state produces the most talent. Hmm. Mm. and which of the judges she associates with poor unfortunate souls (laughs) so stay tuned for that
0: (laughs) so good so good
1: jeffrey tell us all about your trip
0: well i was jonesing for the sea so i Set sail for a long weekend three nighter on the Disney Dream with my pal Andrew. Andrew. Oh my gosh, it was so good, Sherry. There was Polo Brunch featuring the incredible chicken parmesan and Mickey Waffle, which of course I had to post on my social media.
1: Oh yes. There
0: was Polo dinner with its impeccable service. There was gorgeous, gorgeous castaway key where fun fact, saw a baby octopus again. Cute! Again, posted that on my socials, but yeah, like a little it it was in a conch shell and it had sort of gotten out of the water. And so it wasn't feeling good about getting out of the water, particularly with like seven people staring at it. So someone gently <laughs> nudged it into enough water that it crawled out and then whoosh, swam away. It was very oh cool to my see gosh. that. Just a little tan baby baby octopus. Sweet. But of course, possibly my favorite thing about any Disney cruise. I love the characters, I love the shows. I love the entertainment. But <laughs> I, I think I know love, what's coming. <laughs> I love those chicken tenders. They're so good. They're so good. So, of Amazing. course, had a lot of those. So, thanks to the entire crew and cast on the Disney Dream. Shout outs to Glenn, Deanna, Zoe, Connor, Mike, Yasa. So many people who work so incredibly hard uh, to make every guest experience as great it can it can be.
1: Aww, and so. shout out to that baby octopus.
0: Shout out to the baby octopus. I'm sure a regular listener of the Inside Disney Podcast.
1: (laughs) Oh, speaking of listeners, I want to shout out Zachary Jackson, who DM'd me about what his dream Disney home would look like after we came out of talking with Michael Hunjin last week. Um. Yes. So his home is going to be fully Adventureland themed. Exterior will be similar to pirates, but then the different rooms will be themed to different attractions. He specifically called out in Chanatiki room for the living room, a jungle cruise backyard. I mean, sounds entirely magical. Thank you, Zachary, for sharing your vision. I can see it now.
0: I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, thanks to a regular commenter, Rafael Rojas, who is also excited about moving into Catino with me. So, (laughs) yeah. Yes. Back to cruise line news, though. So much news coming out in the past week. First up, the Disney Wonder, one of my fave ships, one of the OGs. The ship will have actually its longest San Diego season coming up from the fall of 22 to the spring of 23. So three, four, five, and seven day cruises. I have a feeling I'll be very busy from the fall until the spring (laughs) of next year. Ports, of course, include Mazatlan, Cabo San Lucas, Puerto Vallarta, Ensenada, and Catalina Island. So looking Mm. forward to that. Anyone who was following the parks blog saw that the Disney Wish has been introduced to the water. It's very, very cool. They do the float out. You know, the ship is suspended when they're working on it and then they put it into water. So it went into the the river right there in Poppenburg and they now are working on it in the water, which is so cool. (laughs) So lots of excitement there. You can go to the Parks blog to see that. You can also go to the Parks blog to check out a whole bunch of new entertainment and fun announced for the Disney Wish, including, this is my favorite, A little sweet shop, Inside Out Joyful Sweets, inspired by, by (gasps) Sherry, you know. And
1: yes, Monsters, Inc.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Monsters, Inc. If Monsters, Inc. was the movie Inside Out. Exactly, yes. There's going to be more than 40 (laughs) kinds of gelato and ice cream, candy, novelty treats, baked goods, cupcakes, you name it. So much goodness and some very fun special effects that have to do with the memory orbs so Mm -hmm. very cool Mm -hmm. also they introduced a fun add-on so everyone gets to enjoy Arendelle a frozen dining adventure um, which is a magical Mm -hmm. musical dining experience one of the three rotational dining restaurants with performances but say you love frozen so much that one meal is not enough no you need more well you can add on (laughs) I know Sherry you're thinking this you can add on add on Olaf's Royal picnic for the first time guests are going to be able to enjoy a special summertime picnic with Olaf, Anna, Elsa, and Kristoff. There's going to be performances of fun songs like let it go Mm -hmm. fixer upper in summer picnic goodies. There's a lot, there's a whole lot happening. You can add that on if you want even more frozen fun. Those are just a couple of the things you can again, check out the Disney parks blog for more information.
1: Well, Jeffrey, in news on land, step into the movies with Derek and Julianne Huff is coming to ABC on Sunday, March twentieth. Woohoo! Yay. Yay! Shout out to the friend of the pod, Derek Huff. This is a new one-hour special where the siblings are going to recreate some extremely iconic cinematic performances with a star-studded cast of singers, dancers, actors. Film legends, you name it. And there'll be more to come on that at a later date, so stay tuned. But the performances so far that we know of draw inspiration from movies like Beauty and the Beast, Moulin Rouge, Chicago, so many more. This is like exactly up my alley. I cannot wait to tune into this.
0: Sounds amazing.
1: Yeah. So check it out Sunday, March 20th on ABC, which is one week before the 94th Oscars happening also on ABC.
0: Ooh, coincidental timing. I think not.
1: I think not. And in more spectacular news, updates and returns are in store for nighttime spectaculars at Disneyland Resort, Mm.
0: starting with Main Street
1: Electrical Parade. Yes, it is celebrating its 50th anniversary, and it's coming back to Disneyland Park on April 22nd. Mark your calendars. And there's going to be a brand new grand finale that celebrates the theme of togetherness. Oh, sweet! yeah, the float for the finale looks, I mean, absolutely spectacular for this spectacular. It's brand new. It has seven segments, draws inspiration from the classic electrical parade floats, as well as Mary Blair's iconic It's a Small World art style. And yes, Encanto will be represented in the parade, Uh, (laughs) along with uh. so many more Raya and the Last Dragon. Coco, Mulan, Brave, more, more, more. I cannot wait to see this in person. Also on April 22nd, World of Color is coming back to California Adventure. Also on April 22nd, Disneyland Forever, Fireworks Spectacular will be back. And not on April 22nd, but May 28th for the 30th anniversary fantastic Yes. Do, do, Returning. Do, do, do,
0: do, ah. do.
1: Oh my gosh. You can't see my arms, but I'm like shooting sparks out of my fingers <laughs> in my imagination in my closet.
0: <laughs> may, I was going to say you may need a fire extinguisher for that.
1: Yeah. ah, <laughs> oh, can't wait. And now going from some very sweet news to some sour news. Ooh, I like
0: what <laughs> you did there.
1: Olivia Rodrigo driving home to you is going to debut on Disney plus March 25th. I listened to this album so much. I think it was like my most played album of 2021 and I'm sure it'll be hard to beat in 2022. So in the special, We are taking a road trip with Olivia from Salt Lake City, which is where they filmed the first two seasons of High School Musical, the musical, the series, which is also where she started writing her triple platinum debut album, Sour. We go with her to Los Angeles. The special features 11 songs from the album and they're performed in new arrangements. So I'm excited to hear them differently than I have heard them and memorized deep into my soul. And you could check out the trailer at d23.com elsewhere in disney music it sounds like we are repeating ourselves but this is you are listening to the newest episode but the encanto soundtrack yet again we've got news it's enjoying its sixth week atop the billboard 200 albums chart it is one of only four albums in the last five years to do that so woohoo encanto
0: but well, you can catch Encanto on Disney Plus, of course. And soon you will be able to catch a second season of Launchpad on Disney Plus. I really, really enjoyed the first season, those, those great shorts telling some very cool stories that we don't get to see every day. Growing fangs may have been my favorite, but I did love them all. The little princess was. Fantastic! The last of the Chupacabras so was beautiful. Launchpad, of course, helps give voices to underrepresent creatives and really tells unique, beautiful, and sometimes very, very funny stories. So look for a new season in 2023.
1: 2023. Nice. And in more Disney Plus news, the Disney Plus original short series Ice Age Scrat Tales is going to debut April 13th. Disney Plus just released a poster for the six all new animated shorts starring our favorite hapless saber toothed squirrel of the Ice Age (laughs) adventures.
0: And he's experiencing,
1: me too. (laughs) Just like looking at him makes me laugh. He's experiencing the ups and downs of fatherhood. There, like I said, six episodes coming out. Just based off title alone, I'm most excited for lo fi scrap beats to sleep slash chill to. I feel like lo fi beats to chill too is a big internet thing right now so i'm excited to see <laughs> the uh scrat take on that
0: <laughs> yes also i think baby scrat you know ever since grow goob slash uh, you know otherwise known as baby yoda was introduced i think baby anything yes. is adorable so baby scrat cannot wait cannot totally
1: wait.
0: also coming to disney plus uh, a little bit after scrat tales uh, obi-wan kenobi and they just announced the iconic john williams who celebrated his 90th birthday just a few weeks ago is hmm. writing the obi juan kenobi theme song so very very exciting did you hear that sherry
1: i i hear that jeffrey what is this
0: well it is very exciting for me to announce that starting this week we have a fabulous new sponsor of one of our segments here thanks to our friends at state farm Woo-hoo. so now it's time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend presented by our friends from state farm for complete details and listings visit d23.com and remember like a good neighbor state farm is there sherry. wow
1: <laughs> oh my gosh i have goosebumps
0: <laughs> uh, saying it was a mouthful but i'm very excited it's very cool so sherry what do we get up first
1: Up first, we've got the Proud Family movie on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. on Disney Channel. Watch this to get ready for this week's debut of the Proud Family Louder and Prouder on Disney+. Plus. The movie is hilarious. It's about Penny and her family who are on this all-expenses-paid vacation, but are captured by a mad scientist.
0: I mean, I hate when that happens. (laughs) Also, coming up on Saturday, February 26th, I mean, Scrat accidentally launching himself into outer space. I mean, it's kind of amazing. (laughs) So get ready for Ice Age Collision Course coming to FXM at noon on Saturday. On Sunday on FXM, catch Hidden Figures. I love this movie about the Mm. three brilliant African-American women at NASA. I loved this film. I thought it was so, so awesome. So catch that at 4.55 p.m. on FXM.
1: Also on Sunday... 3pm on Disney Channel. Catch Night at the Museum. Such a great movie. We've got Ben Stiller. We've got Disney legend Robin Williams. We've got Ricky Gervais and so many more hilarious. People love this movie.
0: Yep. And at 8pm on ABC, this is American Idol. So yes, yeah, so it's Yeah, I think you're ready. You should be auditioning. (laughs) Yeah, it's the 50th season on ABC, the 20th overall season. Luke, Katie, Lionel, Ryan, all of them back so get ready for the start of something quite spectacular and to help us talk about something spectacular it's time for our guest it is hard to believe this year marks the 20th anniversary of the hit series american idol and today we're lucky enough to have a talent who has been with the show since 2003 and is currently the executive producer and showrunner this is megan michaels wolflick welcome
1: Yay, welcome to the show hey, hello hello oh. Okay. Wow. So 20 seasons of American Idol. How many have you worked on?
2: So I started the week of the live shows in season two, which was the Clay versus Ruben season.
1: Hmm. Wow. Hmm. All right. So wow. now,
0: obviously, steady work could be the answer, but what keeps you coming back season after season?
2: Music. Music. I am first and foremost a music lover, always have been. I had a a radio show in college. Music has always been the heartbeat of my life. Like television, you know, the appetite for new music and different music is insatiable. And American Idol, actually, for me personally, when I started, I was super young, like 22, And maybe I didn't know about, let's say, Sam Cooke or, you know, the ins and outs of Motown and the way it evolved. So Idol for me over the last 18 years has been a musical education. Plus, I get to hear singers all day and listen to music all day. So hashtag dream job.
0: (laughs) That's kind of amazing. You work closely with the judges. What is one thing about each of them that we might be surprised to know that you can say on a Disney podcast? Well, well
2: exactly whoa okay surprised to know let me think about this for one second all good well honestly like i would actually just say two things number one they are three of the most genuine people you'll ever meet honestly and truly they are approachable they are music fans they are passionate and I don't know, it's kind of funny, like they all have their own niche, but also they're really good friends, which is amazing. Another fun fact, Luke Bryan was a giant Lionel Richie fan growing up and was obsessed with him. And literally when he first met him prior to Idol, he was like in tears because that was his hero. So I think that's kind of a cool tie-in that we don't talk about all the time is that, you know, Luke was... A giant Lionel Richie fan. And of course, you know, Katie's friends with Lionel's daughter. So they all have, you know, kind of their fun little ins and outs, you know, with each other, but literally they are a family and they are, they literally just get along and they have a text thread between the three of them. And they, they chat all the time, you know, you know, off camera and, and they really like each other.
0: Refreshing refreshing mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and Katie loves snacks but that's not that big of a secret she loves she loves herself some snacks they each have individualized snack baskets <gasps> but you know Luke loves certain things and Katie loves certain things like you know Sour Patch Kids etc well, Lionel never seen the guy snack in his life so we got two snackers and a no snacker
0: Interesting. <laughs> you say Katie's the snacker and I was going to say well we, we know she loves snacks she frequently dresses as them as all the them. time <laughs> and ryan has been with the show since the beginning what does he bring to the show that no one else can can
2: ryan is so many things first of all i think the fact that he kind of came up in radio Mm
1: and
0: read
2: live live for him is just like boom, boom 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 he's so great in live you know he can he can pivot on a dime but also people come up to him now i grew up with you ryan I know you I grew up with you and he's kind of like the every man right he treats everyone the same the grandpa the 5 year old
0: mm-hmm. he can
2: he can talk to anyone and i have to say like i don't think there's a lot of people out there that can do that so from that side of things again so approachable but then you go into the live scenario and you think about all these segments 2 minutes and 30 here 20 seconds here 15 seconds here he is like a mathematician in his head running numbers and getting out on time and i think that From his radio days makes him a whiz when it comes to live and being literally you know he doesn't wear an earpiece he literally is just timing it in his head and i don't think there's anyone on the planet who has those skills
0: wow i did not know know that
1: okay so this might be a tough one like picking a favorite kid or for me a favorite dessert but do you have a favorite contestant from over the years
2: you know, let me think for, gosh, this
1: is a really hard one.
2: You know, again, going back to my first season on the show with Clay and Ruben, I still talk to them all the time. Cool. Cool.
1: We're all the same
2: age. We all have kids now. We we talk all the time. And it's like when you're on the phone with them, it's like an old, it's like an old buddy. So I would say those, those two, just for, again, for my first season on the show and kind of having that, you know, nostalgic side of things. Yeah. It's just weird that like, you know, we started in our early twenties and now we're like, early 40s with kids like oh, <laughs> our lives have changed so much
0: we're doing Christmas shows on Broadway
2: I know I know and, and running for office
0: yeah, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> Ooh. did you ever do the American Idol experience at Walt Disney World Resort
2: of course I did
0: well now of we have course to know I did. what it was like and what song you did
2: Oh well, I didn't sing in the American. Oh Idol
0: come on!
2: But uh, <laughs> we were all invited to go to the unveiling of the American Idol Experience at Hollywood Studios in Orlando, and it was in 2009. The coolest part about it was we had so many alum there, and it was like this kind of reunion. And they did a big thing, and they, you know, and I think David Cook and Carrie Underwood did something together, and, and it was like a big high school reunion. And it was really, really special. And it was really cool to see how the American Idol, we would say our own audition experience, was conveyed into this kind of interactive experience. And honestly, the coolest part about it is that it's still giving because the ticket that you received, you could either take for yourself to jump the line at an audition or you could transfer it to someone else. And it does not have an expiration date. So to this day, you could cash in if you want the American Idol experience, which is kind of a fun, cool fact.
0: That's very cool, very cool. All right, people, (laughs) those of you, you know, scour some eBay if you wanna skip the line, you never know.
2: Now it's the virtual line, but yes. Oh
0: yes, fair, fair. You mentioned audition, the audition process. You've been part of that process for a while now. Is there a city that has really impressed you with its talent?
2: I would say, the state of Alabama has always been one that provides a wealth of talent. I mean, over the years, if you think about like, I mean, again, back, you know, with Taylor Hicks or even Ruben, like we mentioned Ruben, but we have so many people, Bo Bice season, you know, like the Carrie versus Bow. There's so many Alabamians that have come through Idol, even in the ABC era. So now we do Idol Across America which is our virtual auditions. And we do it state by state. So I am, you know, when we have our Alabama day, it's like, ooh, who are we going to find, you know, from Alabama? And actually, you know, we did once again this year, this season, we, there's a bunch of Alabamians who have who have come out and who have gone to Hollywood.
1: Woohoo, go Alabama.
2: Go no, Alabama, <laughs> 205. That's what Ruben needs to wear. His, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is one song you could listen to contestants sing over and over and over again that you would never get sick of?
2: Stay by Rihanna.
0: Oh, oh okay.
1: I, <laughs> I don't know.
2: And also because everyone reinvents it. You have mm-hmm. a classic version this year. We have a guy who's made it quite far in the competition. Who's a country male singing it. It's like this song that's evergreen. It's a chameleon of a song. For some reason, it keeps being reinvented over the years. The years.
0: Yeah. I love hearing people reinterpretations of songs. Yeah. All right. What is one song you hope to never hear again? Not that it may not be a great song. You've just heard it a lot.
2: Well, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. So Valerie by Amy Winehouse. That is a song that we hear all the time. People audition with it left, right, and center. But then I realized, I think we have been hearing it so much. And again, on American Idol, you can sing whatever you want. It's totally the contestant's choice. But sometimes we tell contestants like, listen, this has been done a lot. But then the other day I realized perhaps we've been telling them it's been done a lot and it actually hasn't been done on the show because it, you know, we hear it so much. So a person wanted to sing it for an upcoming round. And I said, um, you know what? I think we should hear this song again. So it's Valerie by Amy Winehouse. And for some reason, it just resonates again with multi genres and 15 to 28. Everybody loves that song.
0: Okay, the show has done Disney night for years. Mm -hmm. Anything you can preview of what this year's Disney night might look like?
2: like. Oh, well, I I mean, it might be a little early for that. But, you know, last season, we were lucky enough to go to Walt Disney World with John Stamos as our mentor, which is amazing. I would love to just kind of, you know, again, we'll be hopefully going back to Anaheim to Disneyland Resort. But yeah, I don't know. We have our mentor is, is to be determined. We, we love a Disney mentor. We love someone who's like a Disney fan and can kind of guide the contestants along. But I think Disney Night has now become like the, the holy grail for the contestants of themes, right? It's in their DNA now.
0: Well, if you need three podcast hosts to be mentors, we are ready, willing, <laughs> and able whenever you need it. Put you happy, in. Happy to be there. All right. We're going to do a little a game. A oh, game. A
1: Okay, we're going to name the title of a famous Disney song, and we'd like you to associate it with a judge or with Ryan, whoever comes to mind. Okay.
0: Start with A Whole New World.
1: Katie. Katie. Mm -hmm. Mm Because she is
0: A Whole
2: New World every time on Disney night, especially like you just never know.
0: I like that. I like that. Friend Like Me.
1: Ryan. America's Best Friend. Poor Unfortunate Souls. Oh. Well, I have to go
2: Katie again, especially because she was <laughs> Ursula a couple of years ago.
1: Oh, that's true. That's
2: yeah. True. I mean, and she brought out the lobster or the crab leg and everything.
0: She did. Yeah. She did. But maybe
2: Luke and Lionel were the poor unfortunate souls that night because the crab smelled terrible.
0: Oh. Seafood <laughs> does not keep well on set. <laughs> Can you feel the love tonight?
2: Lionel. Oh. Because he shares the love with everybody. Literally, he's, I don't know, it's such a warm song, right? That song, when you even say the title, it's like a blanket.
0: Totally, yeah. How Far I'll Go.
2: Luke, because he has to travel from Nashville to LA every week.
0: Oh, look at
2: that. For the live shows.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Bruno or the song it just surpassed, Let It Go.
2: Ryan. I just feel like, I don't know. He lets it go. He lets it all kind of roll off. He gets a lot thrown at him and he just, you know, frees himself. Always reinventing
1: everything. Love it. Last but not least, let's see if I can say it. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Katie. I feel like she could be
2: Mary Poppins in some sort of alternate universe.
0: I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. And we end every interview asking our guests this question. What is your favorite Disney memory?
2: Oh gosh. Now I'm gonna cry. They're gonna be crying here.
0: That's we're the Barbara Walters of I know. Podcasts, no, my um podcasts.
2: my parents grew up in LA and we'd go to Disneyland obviously as kids. And their parents would take them to Disneyland. And one of my only memories of my father's father, if not my only memory at age like three, is on the small world. And I remember sitting on his lap and just being on the small world and taking it all in. And then recently my son, my dad was on his lap and it was just like that full circle moment at small world. So like Disneyland for me is my happy place. I literally (laughs) know every inch of it and I get it still to this day when you walk through those gates, it's like your heart just flies. It's amazing.
0: Agree. (laughs) <laughs> a and now you haven't gotten the chance to film down there, see some of the fun behind the scenes stuff. That's always.
2: I know. Second favorite. Sorry, because I have to mention this. Yeah. is Season one on ABC when we went there for the overnight shoot with Katy Perry, uh, When You Wish Upon a Star in her Cinderella dress. And we shot with the top 10 in front of the castle. And it was like no one was there and it was so quiet and it was just like that special moment where you're like okay this doesn't happen all the time and I'm just soaking it in
0: um yes we've been very lucky on the pod to be able to have some moments where we've you know gotten to see things or experience things and it just try to take a moment to take it all in because it's amazing
2: a moment like this
0: a moment like this I love it bring it back to season one. Oh, <laughs> gee with Kelly, who then went to record a song in The Princess Diaries, too. We keep it with Disney here. We always like, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Megan, this was fantastic. It is such a pleasure to just meet you, have you on the show. Thank you so much. Congratulations, season 20. We cannot wait to watch.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: February twenty seventh.
0: <laughs> ABC. <laughs> she was so cool. I, I didn't think I would be as engrossed as I was. She had great stories.
1: Yeah so many good american idol secrets
0: revealed i like that exactly
1: <laughs> well thanks again for listening to d23 inside disney don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe and if you want to chat with us hashtag d23 inside disney
0: and for all the latest disney info check out d23.com
1: we'll be back next week with more disney news and a fantastic guest and on an all-new episode of d23 inside,
0: inside disney. disney Inside By disney, disney.